Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Monday, August 3rd, 2020. Here's what's happening in the entertainment industry, media biz, and social platforms who had a very active weekend. Plus, there's a few Hollywood deals and allegations of misconduct at the top of NBCU. And of course, a check-in with my favorite non-alcoholic brew, Athletic Brewing. And a rest in peace goes out to three people over the weekend. Former Universal Chairman Tom Pollock died at 77 years old. He was also the lawyer who made George Lucas's deal to maintain ownership of the Star Wars franchise in the 70s. And film director Alan Parker, whose work spanned many genres. From the commitments to fame to Mississippi Burning to Midnight Express, he died at 76 years old. And actor Wilford Brimley died at the age of 85, meaning that he was uh, 49 years old when he shot Cocoon. Man, I gotta start taking better care of myself. And now over to Hollywood. NBC Universal Entertainment Chairman Paul Telegy was the subject of a piece in The Hollywood Reporter on Friday afternoon, where over 30 producers, industry execs, and NBCU insiders cited incidents of racist, sexist, and homophobic comments and behavior and creating a toxic work culture. This at a time when NBCU is in the midst of reorganizing its entire operational structure. The link to the read is in the show notes, and it's full of anecdotes of bad relationships with producers like Lorne Michaels and Dick Wolf. And in general, a lot of stories of just demeaning behavior to employees, so uh, we'll see how the company responds. The UK's Emmys, aka the BAFTA TV Awards, were handed out this weekend. The link to the full list of winners is in the episode's show notes, although The End of the Fucking World won Best Drama, and Chernobyl won Best Miniseries. Or as we now call them in the US, Limited Series. The reboot of Scream from Paramount Pictures and Spyglass has added Courtney Cox reprising her role as Gail Weathers. David Arquette is also on board with further casting announcements TBD, according to Deadline. Netflix is calling it a day on their international hit Money Heist, with the upcoming fifth season being the last. The last season of the show got more viewers than Tiger King worldwide, and that fifth and final season is going to start production today, according to the trades. Peacock has ordered a script-to-series project starring Craig Robinson. It'll be written by Brooklyn Nine-Nine executive producers Dan Gore and Luke Del Tredici, and is described as exploring class, capitalism, and hunting really big snakes. Well, they'll certainly go hand-in-hand. If Peacock execs like the script, they'll order the show directly to series. And the return of NBA basketball last week did not beat the return of Major League Baseball. TNT got about 2.7 million viewers for the NBA's opening night games from Florida. That compares to 4 million for the MLB about a week earlier. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With the latest sale timeline at TikTok, a change at the top of Condé Nast Entertainment, and a check-in on subscriber numbers at Sirius and Pandora, plus today's pop quiz. And let's throw it back to Scream. Uh, How much did the movie make at the U.S. box office back in 1996? And we'll give you an over-under of, uh, let's say, $110 on this one. The answer, after a break for a non-alcoholic beer from Athletic Brewing which are really great to have on hand when your air conditioning goes out on the first Sunday in August. But my refreshing 50-calorie athletic golden ales were ice cold in my fridge, which thankfully was still working uh, and came in very handy. But AC on the fritz or not, go get yours today at athleticbrewing.com shop. The shipping is free when you order just two six-packs or more. That's athleticbrewing.com shop. They ship to all 50 states, and the direct link is at the bottom of this episode's show notes. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. 
Hope you took the under. Uh, Scream took in $103 million at the U.S. box office in 1996 and $170 million when you include international. Sequel Scream 2 took in almost an identical amount uh, just one year after the original's release date. And now over to the media biz and social platforms. Last month's huge Twitter hack for Bitcoin was allegedly pulled off by two teenagers from, you guessed it, Florida, and a 22-year-old from the UK, all of whom were arrested on Friday on several counts of fraud and such. But it's always heartening to see America's youth using their tech acumen to improve the country's problems. And the latest this morning in the TikTok saga is that Microsoft has a 45-day window to close a deal to buy TikTok in the U.S., or Trump is going to ban it. Not sure that Trump really wants to ban a social media service with 100 million U.S. users, even if many are not of voting age. But the 45-day window is what he and Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella came to an agreement upon last night, according to Reuters. If the deal goes through, Microsoft would now own two social networks, TikTok and LinkedIn. So more to come for sure this week. Condé Nast has a new head of their entertainment division. Agnes Chu is coming over from her gig as SVP of content at Disney Plus to be the president of the Condé Entertainment Group. It was formerly headed up by Oren Katzif, but after a few concerning tweets came to light last month, he's been taken off the job, but will be staying on at the company in a TBD role. As for Agnes, she's going to report directly into Condé's CEO, Roger Lynch, according to Variety. James Murdoch, that's the liberal-leaning son, not the other guy, uh, resigned from the board of News Corp, which is the remaining arm of the Murdoch empire that runs the newspapers like the Wall Street Journal and New York Post and HarperCollins Books. James left the other half of the Murdoch empire, Fox, when it was sold to Disney, and now runs his own media and tech-focused investment company called the Lupus Systems. So overall, not a huge shock here in the end, but uh, I'm sure it's one more plotline for succession at some point. Sirius XM Pandora also announced their latest numbers. Sirius added 264,000 paying subscribers from April to June. Not bad for a pandemic when most people stop commuting. However, they lost 768,000 promotional subscribers. Damn freeloaders. Uh, so they now stand at 30.3 million paying subscribers and 4 million promotional subscribers. Over at Pandora, they had about 60 million people who use that service every month, but only 10% or 6.3 million actually pay them to do so, or roughly 4% of Spotify's paying subscriber number. And in a related music biz note, the top three music labels, Universal, Sony, and Warner, have now asked all employees who can work from home to uh, do so for the rest of the year. That's according to Variety. In today's programming notes, a highly condensed virtual TCA press tour starts today through Friday. So we'll see what the TV networks have to say for themselves and the fall season this week. More of your stories return with fresh drama, or at least fresh patience, as General Hospital is back with new episodes. In an entirely unrelated genre, Netflix drops a new six-episode docuseries called Immigration Nation, which has a really impressive trailer. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. The docuseries has many first-person accounts from the POV of both ICE agents and the immigrants they detain. It seems they have pretty deep access inside of ICE, who then allegedly tried to block some of the footage from airing. And T-Swift takes the number one slot on the Billboard charts this week, to the surprise of no one. Folklore moved 846,000 album equivalents, the biggest week of album sales since uh, Taylor's 2019 first week numbers for Lover. That 846,000 for Folklore breaks down to 615,000 in album equivalents and 218,000 in how Billboard tallies streaming equivalents. Add those both up and it equals a five-star rating for me on Apple Podcasts. 
Eh, not sure that one's going to hold up in court, but uh, either way, please give a rating and leave a review. You can feel free to mention Taylor Swift as you will. You're welcome, T Swift. Uh, have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. And they said, there goes the last great American dynasty. Who knows if she never showed up, what could have been?